and welcome back to Zima Box. My name is the Rhino, and I'm joined with Mr. Weekly, the man of diabetes himself. Today is the smooth, the I smooth, just... sensual podcast because today is a very important day in the United States. It is currently, right now, July Fourth. Happy Independence Day, Weekly. How Happy are you enjoying freedom? Define freedom. Good point. Well, the reason we are talking like this is because of all the fireworks and celebrations going on outside. We decided to go the opposite. A very calm, soothing tone to this podcast to counteract all of those harsh explosions and fun reports and fiery lights in the sky. Yes. Or fountains on the driveway if you live in certain districts of the states that don't allow loud, boomy fireworks, such as Duval County. But of course, this is Duval, Duval County. County. We disregard this entirely. Indubitably, sir. Also, uh, I think I mentioned this last uh, podcast. When I start doing gaming streaming, I am going to be doing this voice all the time. For some reason, this voice feels very natural for me to do. No idea why. I've not figured it out yet. Yeah, well, when you do, let us know. I'm kind of fucking curious as to what brought that voice out of you anyway. But... I'm going to be bringing back the age of the gentleman, where we sip whiskey and smoke cigars. So we talk about current affairs or something. I don't know what you're trying to do. I am not a gentleman. Not worth mentioning. I am a douchebag that works in an oyster bar. It's okay. I'm a slumlord who managed to live above the sewer somehow. Word. Now, now on to the hard-hitting question of the day. I have a good juicy one. Prime rib juicy? Prime rib juicy with the aju. Lay it on me. Roughly. You thought I was going to say gently. No, I thought you were going to call me daddy. <laughs> Father. Why must you do this? Would it be me if I didn't? That's a fair point, sir. Now, the hard-hitting question of the day. The hard-hitting, juicy question of the day. What is something that you believe completely that you have no scientific facts to back it up, no religious facts, nothing? What is something that you believe? And it doesn't necessarily have to be anything to do with current affairs. Just what is a strong belief of mine? Yes, and it could be relatively taboo or unpopular, or something that people haven't even thought of. I would say it's something that's uh, quite possibly, uh, I would dare say, frowned upon. The Metallica St. Anger album was a decent album. It was. Well, I have no scientific fact to back that up. I believe it. I believe it down to my very core. But there's no scientific fact that says, yes, this was a good album. In fact, there's many reviews that say just the opposite. But I believe that if you separate it 
from the expectations set by their previous albums, you'll find that the Saint Anger album is a very decent piece of music. I do believe people do not like the Saint Anger album because it was Metallica's most different work. Well, that is bollocks. Metallica has never followed the stream. It's more different than what Metallica was used to. Metallica is a very thrash and heavy metal band. And again, that's why I say if you remove everyone else's expectations based on their previous works, you'll find the music itself is decent. But everyone gets too buried in their previous musical numbers to even bother to give it the proper recognition it deserves. I very much agree, Mr. Weekly. Now, something I believe in. Astrological signs, such as Leo, Virgo, Scorpio, such as the things, I do believe they do have some factual tones to them. What I mean by this, and how do I back this up? You know different parts of the year. There's different air pressures, the moon's in different phases and different times, you know. Just the world is in a different spot currently from the sun. I do believe these have all have a different impact on fetuses. And that is why such as Leo's, such as myself, and Virgo, such as yourself, have qualities of... I don't necessarily believe that a possibly dead star, millions of light years away, could possibly have anything to do with the development of any creature, be it man or animal, in the womb. However, I believe the moon has a lot to do with human behavior. For instance, what are humans primarily composed of? Water. What controls the tide? The moon. So you mean to tell me the moon is powerful enough to control the tides of an ocean so vast as the Pacific, but has no control, no bearing on the behavior of human beings who are primarily composed of water? Bullshit. And that's exactly the point I'm getting at, sir. I do believe astrological signs have some, at least some truth to them. I would only use them as location markers for determining where we are around the sun, our strongest gravitational force in the solar system, and the moon, what season it's in, where its location is in concurrent to the earth, and how they correlate. That I can get behind, but I believe the shapes themselves have nothing to do with it. They are merely placeholders for us to look at the sky and determine where we are. Oh, you mean the constellations? Yes. Oh, no, I don't believe the constellations have anything to do with it. I just believe... The zodiac is based on constellations that we find at certain times of the year. The... the, Okay. Cancer, it's a crab. The the names of the zodiac, such as, you know, Leo... The lion. All that. Gemini, the twins. You know, like you just said. But I do not believe Orion's belt has anything to do with me. Orion's belt exists? Sir. I'm sorry. Sir. That's a throwback from a long time ago. Sir. In a time far, far away. 
I actually remember what you mm. are referencing. It looks like someone watches too much Men in Black. But, uh... I'm sorry. But, uh, that's why, you know, my religious beliefs are the way they are. I'll open up. I believe in witchcraft. I believe magic is real. Uh, not sacrifice Christians to the old gods. Not, not exactly. I don't believe I can just turn you into a frog or anything. I believe magic is just a manipulation of energy that we have not yet discovered by scientific means. Which brings me to the topic of today's podcast. You mentioned something about what uh, what kind of world we want to live in out of TV shows or movies or other forms of visual media. Not necessarily video games, but... Oh, visual media. Yes. My first choice is the Harry Potter one. Not because I relish... That surprises me, honestly. Not because I relish the thought of humanity being at peril by a man with no nose waving a stick at someone menacingly. That used to live inside of someone else's skull. We don't worry about that. And and, and children were used as chess pieces in this this particular instance. No, not what we worried about. What I mean is what you said about magic being a manipulation of the energies of the world. So you believe that if you were in the Harry Potter world, it wouldn't be just like a few and far between doing witchcraft and believing it's real, such as myself. You would believe it's wands and, you know, alohomora and open doors. It would be capable to those who dedicate themselves to the study. Now, the ma- those with magic blood would have it a lot easier to conquer these simple tasks and move on to more advanced versions of magic. Correct. But I like to believe in the world where anyone is capable of magic. Such as Hermione Granger, who is one of the most predominant stars in the Harry Potter world. Yes, she is. She's one of the most powerful magical beings out there, simply because she's dedicated. And I believe that that is... This speaks volumes to the power of the human spirit. So, you, you'll find that a lot of my worlds I would desire to live in involve that the power of the human spirit can conquer a lot of things that would otherwise be impassable. And so, yes, my first world I'd like to live in is the Harry Potter world. Also, because Hagrid exists, and that means Cerebrus is just a fluffy puppy, and I want to pet it. All three of them. Now, I have taken the Pottermore quiz multiple times. Four times, actually. Three times I got Ravenclaw. The last time I took it, I got, for some strange reason, I don't understand why, Gryffindor. What do you think that is? Well, you got Ravenclaw because you lied, and you got Gryffindor because, uh, you lied. Uh, you are firmly a Hufflepuff, and I will stand that ground. Don't get me wrong. Hufflepuffs are some of the more noble and valiant. They're doing good, not because it's the brave thing to do because no one else will do it, but simply because it must be done. I'm, That's I'm not, not to say the I'm other... I'm not saying... I, I will never shift on Hufflepuff, but I'm almost offended that you think I would lie on a Baltimore quiz. Mm, allow me to explain that rationale. I love personality quizzes. I love personality quizzes simply because you can answer them however you want to, and if you don't get the answer you want, guess what you do? You go online, you find which ones give you the right answers you want, and then you get those answers. 
You lie. Right. You lie. And then you go on social media and brag about how you're, oh, I'm such a Ravenclaw because I'm so cunning and intelligent. Ha ha, that was all uh, aren't a you clever the ruse. That... I'm a Slytherin. I made you think I was a Ravenclaw. Aren't you put the one that put my intelligence score at a 17 or an 18? I didn't or say you weren't smart. You're saying Hufflepuffs are dumb? No, I'll just say. Ah, exactly. What's the predominant thing with Ravenclaw besides intelligence? Trickery. No, that's Slytherin. No, 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 no. no, no Slytherins, no. Slytherins use... Deceptive <sighs> means to give what they want. No, that implies that Slytherins are bad. Just because they are put in a house named after a snake slithering around doesn't mean they are bad. The snake is but a, a, a reptile. Hey, it was named a after Salazar Slytherin. Not a bad person. He was not, you're correct. But I, I say I'm mostly Ravenclaw because your vast intelligence demands. That is the first and foremost. There are dumb Ravenclaws that happen to be creative. I would honestly put you at a Gryffindor. Pray tell why. You stand up for what you believe in, no matter the consequences. Like Unless you're about to get fired. Hmm. I will fold, simply because there are some battles worth fighting. Correct. Plus, if uh, my I job is in jeopardy, well, I'm going to lie and say they are right. Even though we all know I'm right. 99% of the time. And if no. I'm not, I will tell you I'm not. right doesn't make business right. Um, no. Anyway, so you fancy yourself a Ravenclaw, you fancy me a Gryffindor. Yeah, well, you know what? It doesn't matter, you know why? Due to the unfortunate nature of uh, fiction, we'll never live in those worlds anyway. But, if I could, I fucking would. No one's mine. I said it last week, I'll say it this week. The Naruto world. So... I want magic powers. I want to shoot lightning from my fingertips. I want to breathe fire. I want to do all this shit. I want to be a ninja, damn it. You want to throw pieces of paper that explode later. You're goddamn right. You want to be able to uh, dodge the way out of an attack so quickly you're able to place a log in your place. I swear to God, if you say join the special forces. I, I didn't say anything about that, but now that you've mentioned that, have you considered military services? <laughs> I did. Unfortunately, I have a bad shoulder in ADD. Uh, as did I. Unfortunately, I'm fat. Well, that too. <laughs> I'm not sure how to fake cry in this voice. I will work on it. Where? <laughs> Look at the little baby. All I Look pictured baby was baby. all I Aww. pictured was uh, uh, ASD of but mother, I love him. Ooh, baby, I love you, baby. Stay away from my baby. But mother, I love him. But yes. The Naruto world. It's just, it's, it's cool. It's fucking cool. It just is. Maybe not, you know, the whole Madara thing or the, you know, goddess from another dimension thing that happened in the late Shippuden series, which, if you watch Naruto, I will not spoil that for you. 
it does seem like there's a lot of um, Earth-destroying threats out there in the Naruto world. Correct. Mm, mythologically as... large, nine-tailed uh, dog cats. Dog cats? How else would you describe a fox? It's a dog that has cat characteristics. You are correct. Damn right. You have a very good point, sir. Plus, I want a fox. I want a great Finnick. I'm going to name him Jaeger, after Frank Jaeger, the gray fox from Metal Gear Solid 2. Shout out to anyone who understands that. Now, what is your... Correction, Metal Gear Solid. What's your next world that you would play there? Well, uh... certainly not the Metal Gear world. I don't, I don't want a world dependent upon the war economy. Oh, wait, I live in that shit. Um... Jesus. Hmm. Okay, so it, it, it has appeared on television and things as such, but I would like to live in a the uh, fictional world of Fox News. I mean, it's 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 in that neighborhood. Um, <laughs> I would like to live in a version of the world where the New Testament Christianity. Rules apply, but God spoke to us in an Old Testament manner. What world are you talking about? Ooh, the, the BC world. Before the, the Dark Age, where humanity wasn't writing anything down for some reason. Speaking of which, before I go any further, let's touch on that for a second. What the fuck is the Dark Age? Did people just suddenly decide, you know what, I'm tired of writing things down. Me too, so how about we just let humanity guess what happened during this time. So we can do minor, like, architectural things? Yes, absolutely, but let's not write down anything of significance. Well, that's going to make building these buildings a lot harder if I can't write anything down. Oh no, just draw little rooms directly on what you're building in order to get the measurements right, but don't put any source of translation there. So any milk gives it movie. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oof. Now, uh, the visual art world, where is yours applied? Like, what show, what movie? Oh. Pretty much any local television station on Sundays. You know what? I'll take it. Right on. It's cheating, but I will accept it. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's legal cheating. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's different. So that, that's kind of the vibe I was going for. It's like investing in the stock market, but investing in investing in it with Bitcoin. That's cheating. That is cheating. <laughs> well, some, but it's effective. Yeah, Bitcoin did this high road, and then it dropped, and then it just went up again. That's because... Uh, cryptocurrency, I'm not entirely sure. I don't, I don't understand cryptocurrency. Why is... The difference between... Cryptocurrency and normal currency. Normal currency, the government says it's worth something. Cryptocurrency, the buyer says it's worth something. Oh. Get what I'm saying here? For instance, um, y your money, right? Perfect communism. Not, not, you know, Russian communism, but Karl Marx version of communism. This carrot, I say, is worth three potatoes. But Joe down the road says this carrot is worth four potatoes. 
there's nothing, there's no difference between our carrots. It's just what you say it's worth. That's perfect. Capitalism. When the buyer says, my carrot is worth five potatoes, regardless of what the seller says. The buyer intends to pay for his potatoes with this one five potato carrot. So, if the seller chooses to agree to this, he becomes the new buyer. So, cryptocurrency is part of the capitalism. Yes. Well, and, and you see how quickly it spikes and rises. Up and down, up and down. You know why? Hmm. Because the actual value of items versus their cryptocurrency value becomes muddled. For instance, let's take my favorite example of poor financial decisions iPhones. Go out and you want to buy the brand new iPhone. Let's just put an even cap on it $1,000. And that's actually lower than what it costs, in my understanding. It is. It's the brand new iPhone. It's about $1,200. $1,000. In the country where it's made, you can buy a clone for 15 American dollars. That does everything the iPhone does, including tower-to-tower -tower connectivity between services, if you so desire. It's $15 in China. You know why? Hmm. No import tariffs and no Apple stamp of approval. It's the only thing that separates it. In fact, there's a lot of Chinese clones that are faster. Lexion makes one. But unfortunately, it's you don't get the phone. security. It's Chinese. I recently found out something, and this was actually found out this today. The iPhones, you get are Chinese too. It's secure because Apple says it's secure. Ooh. That's it. I found out something about China today. I want to visit that country before I die, by the way. I do too. Mostly for food. And yeah, I want to pet a Cultural pet. experiences and food, yes. But uh, TikTok, the very popular app with teens and young adults, yes. is owned by a Chinese company. Yeah. And that Chinese company, when you download TikTok, they ask, can we have access to everything in your phone? Yeah. Otherwise, you can't use it because it lumps its permissions cover everything instead of what it needs to function as an application. Exactly. All it needs is your camera and microphone. It asks for your camera roll, it asks for your call logs, it asks for your location, it asks for access to your Wi-Fi settings. <coughs> mm. It's quite but it does it all in one question. Exactly. That's where they get you. But anyways, so you your, your world was very interesting, actually. My world. My next world. By the way, mine is in no particular order. I'm not going five whole things at one. It's just worlds I want to live in. Full Metal Alchemist. You're going. You and your goddamn Earth life threatening worlds. <laughs> They're using science. To have magical powers, and I absolutely love the or concept. Are using magic to have scientific powers? Oof. I know what's not going to be on my list: Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's, that's bad. fucking terrifying. Oh, but uh... <laughs> unfortunately, what can't be named is Doom. Anyway, 
formula of alchemist. I can draw a weird shape and a circle on the ground, and then all of a sudden I have a fucking bow staff. Bow staffs are tight. They are. It's, it's, it could, I mean, to have those capabilities would be incredible. I agree. Yes. What I find even more incredible is how advanced the robotics were, considering your time was supposed to be mid-century Germany. Sort of location. I believe in the it was either the late anime uh, of the actual Full Metal Alchemist, not the Brotherhood, yeah. but the late anime or one of the movies. It said it was nineteen eighteen Germany. Okay, so early turn of the century. Uh, yeah, they had automail. Isn't it amazing? Imagine they have they have the capabilities of Ultimate now. In nineteen eighteen, they don't they do. They have done it. It's not exactly automail, it's more of it's uh, lightweight prosthetics that they actually run Robots wires to your robot. nerve endings. It's very advanced and it's very interesting. But the fact that Automel was a thing in nineteen eighteen in this anime, not in real life. Just, it's mind-boggling. But, you know, the scientific advancements, such as electricity, and the, the, the buildings, just how they built everything. It's uh, awesome. It's awesome to see. They Especially, air, you know, the, the, the sheer power that comes with such things. They had air conditioning. Well, yeah. 1918 did not have air conditioning. Mm, no. You had windows. <laughs> you had radiators where you could pump boiling water through uh, pipes that ran into each room and they would radiate the heat from there. Yes. We didn't really have air conditioning now. <laughs> uh, if you were hot, you were hot. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> Suffer. Maybe eat some donuts or something. Become less hot. Profit. Alright, so what is your next world? A world where I can finally be happy. No. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm going to put a broad blanket on multiple worlds, and I'm going to refer to it as the cartoon world. Allow me to explain. Do you remember Jim Carrey's movie, The Mask? Yes. One of the aspects that made The Mask so incredibly powerful was his ability to simply ignore the physics of our world. He could be riddled with rounds from... Who framed Roger Rabbit? The Mask. Um, Yeah. Pretty much any cartoon where you see a character have an anvil dropped on his head and he gets nothing more than a few birds living around his head in a lump. Yes. Bugs Bunny. Where coyotes chase roadrunners with Tom and Jerry. The, uh, The list goes on and on and on. The world where you can plug the end of a shotgun with your finger and cause it to banana peel on its user. Or or if you get shot in the face, your nose just comes to the back of your head and you can adjust it back. And then, spit a witty comment at them. It's always ready, lift for no lift. Well, violence was common and it was just more of a nuisance than anything. Mm, Violence is more common now and (laughs) we shun it from society. No, we welcome it. 
We say we shouldn't. We welcome it. Looney you ever been on Facebook and watch a video of someone getting hurt and you just laugh at it? I do it. I do it still all the time. I do it when people hurt themselves, not when others hurt others. I don't know. Someone hitting somebody in the nuts is kind of funny. I mean, that's going to be universally funny to guys, though. I mean, it's testicular damage. We all know what it feels like, and to observe someone else go through it is sort of a... Hey, hey, at least it's not me. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen many videos of testicular trauma that have left me personally holding my own family jewels and hoping the fate does not meet them. However, I do, I must admit, an un, un, insatiable satisfaction when uh, someone is uh, being stabbable. And what I mean by being stabbable is uh, excessively bragging. Uh, possibly being a dick, you know, things like that. And then they injure themselves attempting to prove that what they were bragging about is actually true. For instance, I can totally do a 50-50 grind on this handrail, observe, as I ensure for my parents that I will not reproduce and slam my testicles against this metal handrail. It's a classic moment I could watch again and again and again. However, uh, a few years back, something that turned me off of watching a lot of those videos was I watched a young African-American boy take a 12-gauge round to the face. I remember while this. While he was lying in a ditch, helpless. I remember this. And I remember you I was not being right for a couple of days. It, it, it did mentally fuck you up. Unfortunately. I have seen people die for a reason. And not blink an eye. For a reason, I get there are some people who simply have lost their privilege to and deserve live. to be unalived. Unalived. But when a young man is killed simply because he was in a local area near someone who decided to kill, that's it's just simply not good. That's third world countries, my friend. That's first world countries. That was in America. Really? It was in Mississippi. Oof. Yeah. Oh, and I, I would like to mention, I would like to mention before we go too much further, typically those perpetuating these crimes are god-awful marksmen. I have watched a man unload a 15-round magazine and not a single cartridge spent struck anything but the dirt. That's hysterical. I love it. At, the, at those moments, it's just kind of, I, I, I find myself rooting for the victim to please, you know, may your death not be in vain. May, if nothing else, the world see that <coughs> these people are just completely shit at everything they do. They approach an unarmed man with a firearm, and they can't even hit him. And I don't mean from like uh, 50 yards away. Yeah, I, I understand. You've got a four-inch barrel. You're probably not going to hit them. But from here to the door, maybe three yards, if you can't hit what you're shooting at, just just take the gun and throw it at them. I agree. <laughs> you, might hit, you might be better at hitting them, or at least they, they'll have a gun, a fighting chance. Now for my next one before you... Delve a little bit too deep. What was my last one? No, you said the thing Cartoon about. World. Ah, uh, Cartoon World, yes. I would like to get smacked upon the head with a sledgehammer and have nothing more than a lump into Tweety Beds. Your turn. 
<laughs> and, it just, and you just go about your day. Planning tomorrow to get your revenge by smacking Vim with a hammer. Mine is another anime, and I do consider this an anime. We do talk about it quite often now, now that you've seen it. This Avatar show. The Last Airbender. Yes, but after the fire of Lord Ozai Ark, like, when all four nations were finally at peace, I don't want to deal with Fire Nation bullshit. I don't want to be burnt. <sighs> I metal want to be master race. Huh? Metal bending master race. Blood bending master race. You can't I'm on a water bender all day. Uh, you can only blood bend in the moon when the moon is I, full. I can metal bend it the other twenty nine days or twenty seven days. But on that months. one day, on that one day, you'd be suspended in a box fifty feet above the ground. Simply because you would have a metal cast on them. I'm just kidding. The tribes live in peace after Lord Ozai is defeated. I want to I want to bend things. Like forces of nature to my will. I'm not entirely sure why. Why if you notice a pattern with mine so far, it's always doing things like bending things to my will that I cannot control now, such as the weather or fire. Or taxes. Or taxes. I'm taxation. a tax bender. Taxation is theft. Taxation is theft. Anyway, so you choose the Avatar the Last Airbender world. Yes. We'll be right back after these messages. And we're back, and I was just speaking about Avatar the Last Airbender... As yep. my world, I would love to live in. Bending would be a really cool ability. It really would. But you gotta remember, not every citizen of those countries are benders. Some of them are just normal people. For all we know, roll the dice, take your chance. You're a normal guy with a cabbage cart and some asshole keeps destroying. Looking at you. Ong. Ong. Yeah. The, uh, it, it, that's the butchering of the pronunciation the live action I, 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 it's oh, the live action not, not, not the show yes. the movie by M. Night Shyamalan where they tried to stuff like Shyamalan yeah sir Shyamalan Shyamalan a ding a dong I don't know whoa whoa easy you got yeah. Shyamalan ding dong anyway you had no idea what was going to put that twist in there about angry grass it had Mark Wahlberg talking like this. Angry grass. The happening. A lot of stuff happens in this movie, so what are we gonna call it? The happening. Oh, super sensible. Uh, as Nicole, as you know, I've been watching uh, this screen rant on YouTube, and they have the series Pitch Meetings, which I just introduced Reinhardt to. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, that second bit we were watching, that's Brian George's personal thing, uh, the first guy ever to stuff like that but the pitch meetings are great his early ones are good but his later ones when he really gets that 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 smooth flow going it recycles a few jokes but the context it puts him in is just just perfect it was funny it's tight <laughs> oh god he says that that's he tight. does and uh, oopsie er, oops and oopsie like you know the things that are kind of obvious that you know maybe it was a pretty pretty big oversight you know maybe you know blatant rip off of a bunch of films ooh yeah like it's literally just taking a mash of other like films and ideas and putting them together in order to make each episode yeah isn't that plagiarism <laughs> oops oopsie 
It's, it's fantastic, and it's one man talking to himself. It's great. Now, what is your next world that you would love to live in? Ah, uh, jeez. Well, since, okay, so it, it's got to be film. Or a film, or at least television show, right? Yeah. Farscape. I have no idea what that Let's is. Let's put it this way. When it, when it came to the sci-fi, like, piloting this, you know, super spaceship through space and doing miscellaneous adventures for whatever your main plotline was, the 90s and early 2000s had a plethora of options. Farscape was my Firefly. You know how the fans of Firefly are so vehement that they, they need more episodes and uh, that Nathan Fillion is fucking God's gift to mankind. By the way, Nathan Fillion, I support you in your uh, pursuit of PlayStation consoles. I sold that hot and steamy picture you took with a PS4. I've never been jealous of a piece of plastic in my life, but you go, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, for, for every fan you have of, like, uh, Firefly, I was a big fan of Farscape growing up as a kid. And although it had some terrifying, terrifying creatures and other worldly beings out there, just the whole universe was so cool. The main ship was a living creature. It gave birth at one time. There, there was a whole episode that they were like an hour and a half long. It's like, why is this spaceship like shut down? Why is it not cooperating right? It's because it was trying to give birth. Like, it's a form of asexual reproduction where basically um, in the process of burning fuel, it builds up uh, what could be considered a waste byproduct. That waste byproduct is actually materials that it uses to build another copy of itself. It's child ship. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. It's wild. It's a huge blend of biomechanical masses and energies and creatures and all sorts of really awesome concepts that I just feel get ignored by mainstream, you know, mainstream uh, film. And it's not ignored by video games. You've got video games like Destiny and Warframe and uh, Gears of War and such that embrace the biomechanical ideas and you know, machines made of meat and uh, meat pe meat creatures like enhanced with metals and things like that. It's really popular in video games, but it just gets it gets blown off on like the bigger, more popular forms of media. And Farscape was one of those that I just wish had lasted longer. The cast was great. All the different creatures and people on the ship. The fact that the captain was losing his fucking mind because he was being chased by what? From my recollection, was basically an evil bounty hunter. Like, 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 like uh, you, you got the good guys and the bad guys. Well, this guy was a bounty hunter for the bad guys because the good yeah. guy, or this neutral guy, broke a bad guy law. Ah. And because it was an established bad guy law, the good guys aren't really going to step in to help him. All right. It's really cool. It's just a fantastic show all around. And, and it was called Farscape? Farscape, yes. Wonderful. Yeah, I don't even know if you can find it or not. I, I haven't checked any of the streaming services. You might be able to find it on like Tubi or something. Maybe they'll have old episodes on Pornhub. Who knows? Dude, Pornhub is where you go to watch shows when you don't have cable. <laughs> Looking at you, Rick and Morty. That's a stick. And then there's a Rick and Morty quote where Rick was like, I thought you were masturbating in there, you sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, I was watching you. Alright, so my next one. 
By the way, we are not drinking alcohol tonight. No, we are actually drinking Waiakea water. Uh, for those who may know, is that thick water? It's good. It's you delicious. Said thick water. Yeah, I can only find it at gas stations. It's thick though. But uh, my next one is kind of silly, but it's it's very interesting. The magic school bus. The fact that you could travel through time and go see dinosaurs, or get to the size of a fucking molecule and it, and, and look at how uh, organs work, like the heart, the brain, and stuff like that. My favorite episode, how bees communicate. They do a very elaborate tap dance in order to demonstrate for the other bees in the area that, hey, there is things that we can consume and then regurgitate to be consumed later over here. And they just... And they fly over there. I remember Magic School Bus. There's one thing that always scared me, though. First off, the bees. All right? The bees, when you shrink a person down to the size of a bee, they're not on equal terms. That bee has been this size its whole life. I'm used to being bigger than it. It's going to take my fucking head off. That's number one. Number two, traveling back in time. Do you know the butterfly effect? Yeah, but that's the thing. If you are the size of, like, an atom or a molecule, I don't think... You know, it would affect really anything. Alright, fine then. You fight a tapeworm when you're the same size as it is. That's interesting. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck all of that and the house it came from. Alright, fuck all that. <laughs> the magic school bus with lasers. Uh, oh, there we go. See, like a Gatlin laser or something. Or, yes. You know, but just that world. <laughs> the teacher, the clock will dismiss you. The clock dismiss you. Oh, God. <laughs> but that world seems just so interesting. Can learn so much about history, biology. Uh, oh, yeah, to, to have the ability to actually explore those things would be fantastic. If there was a way we could do it with zero impact on where we're going or what we're seeing. The magic school bus, the butterfly effect just doesn't exist. I mean, I, I imagine to like a, a form of cleansing, maybe, but <sighs> too many variables. And I mean, if, 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 if I it's think a you're magic school bus, you know, you're overthinking it quickly. It's just I'm terrified that, you know, a kid could have um, a coronavirus and go back in time and cough on a leaf and then a triceratops eat the leaf. The coronavirus mutates, wipes out the dinosaurs early, and the air becomes toxic. You're overthinking it weekly. This is the magic school bus where nothing bad happens. Yeah, I don't don't, don't see anything really bad happening. I mean, fuck, it's a magic school bus. All the, the, I forget the teacher's name to save my fucking life. Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. All Miss Frizzle's got to do is fucking wiggle her nose, point a gad at it, and suddenly everything's right. I'm convinced Miss Frizzle had like a a fucking, like a brush gun, like a hunting rifle or something. Had to. Had to. Alright, so what's your next one? Uh, this one's kind of fucking stupid, but I love dogs. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Just because of a giant big dog. Big Red Fucking Dog. That was smart. It could, like, sort of speak-ish. Communicate. In the show, he could speak. It was a giant, giant intelligent dog. Giant red dog. Yep. That would be dope as fuck if we could have dogs that size. Okay, well... Random dog. Like, it's, it's like a Tibetan Mastiff I mean, on roids. That's fucking... Yes. If Dolph Lundgren bred Tibetan Mastiffs, that's what it would look like. Wouldn't that be terrifying, though? He's puppy. <laughs> oh, so I mean, I learned from Nicole. To, uh, I think it was today yesterday. I think it was today. You know how dogs give you the puppy eyes, but wolves can't. Hmm. Dogs literally have a muscle that pushes their eyes forward a little bit in order to give you puppy eyes. Wolves, having no need to develop this because they don't give a fuck if you like them or not, don't have this capability. Hmm. 
Dogs are manipulative as fuck, and we thought cats were assholes. And here's dogs over here, just like, a cookie again, please? Oh, hey, my computer's taking off for uh, SpaceX. I all of a sudden heard, and I had no idea what that was. But yes, Clifford the Big Red Dog. That okay. would be another world I'd love to live in. My next one, back to the superpowers, DC and Marvel. I understand. You can keep them. I understand. You more I put that right up there with One Punch Man. You can keep them. I put them right up there with Dragon Ball Z. You can keep it. But how cool would it be? Okay. How cool would it be able to fly and shoot Kamehameha's? That'd be dope as fuck. You get one superpower, what would it be? I think I've already said this one. Invulnerability. Simply because at that point, nothing could stop me from protecting the ones I love and care about the most. Mine is just manipulation of the mind. Oh, look at that guy over there. He's dark side. He's evil. He's no longer evil. He's good. Done. He's literally the embodiment of evil that won't work. Thanos had the reality stone, tried to snap his ass away and couldn't do it. Really? Yeah, dark side's all powerful. Sorry. Literally, what God is, dark side is the opposite of. So, dark side is basically Satan. If Satan had real power, yeah. And I don't mean like if Satan has no power. Satan has power. No, I mean real power. Like Vladimir Putin style power. Oh my god. <laughs> Congratulations. You all voted for president, and it's me again. But there's another election coming up. It's me again. <laughs> I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> What's he going to do? Throw the whole country in the gulag? Possibly. I love you, Vladimir. Please don't throw me in the salt mines. I'm not sh Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, imagine, like, Thanos. I have now held the Infinity Stones. You hand them to me. I hand them to him. Boom. And now I have the Infinity Stones and the Gauntlet and all that. That's... Yeah, I'm pretty dope. Not gonna lie. Look at a bad guy rubbing bank. No, he's not. He's putting the money back and apologizing and being on his merry way. Knowing my luck, my superpower would be able to grow my nails really long, really fast. And that's it. Wolverine. They wouldn't even be, no, they wouldn't even be great nails. They'd just be nails. Regular ass nails. Not claws like his brother or anything, just nails. Fucking <laughs> dead cells that are stuck on the end of our fingers to protect the sensitive nervous just nails. Just me. Congratulations, I can finally reach that part of my back I couldn't earlier to stretch. That's my superpower. That's probably what I ended up getting. No, my luck. <laughs> I have the power to immediately ejaculate upon seeing a woman. Fuck! <laughs> now, I'm quite interested. When I said the super superhero world, you said absolutely not. Why is an absolutely not for you? Again, it's the world-ending threats, dude. Oh, it's the big... Doomsday! Fuck all of that. Fuck everything about it. Superman literally threw him into the dark spot, like between stars, to the dark spot of the galaxy. Somehow that motherfucker came back. How does one defeat Doomsday? You don't. You basically, like... It's like SPC-632, that creature I showed you a long time ago, that basically in order to stun it, they had to dump it in hydrochloric acid. 
Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You don't kill Doomsday, because if you do kill Doomsday, he's going to come back invincible to how you killed him previously. It's part of the adaptability model they built out of this creature. It, do, do you remember the story of how Doomsday was made? Just a yes. Like, like how they literally launched an infant into a, the most hostile planet in the galaxy? And it had to adapt, yes. And then they go, scrape a few cells, launch it back out. I Plenty believe Doomsday more. found his... Not creator, but the person that did creator. this and killed it. Oh, yeah, caught him. Yes. It, he literally doesn't have a brain. He doesn't need one. He doesn't need a brain. You know why? A brain could not survive the atmospheric conditions of that planet. So when they cloned it again, it had less brain cells. Those brain cells died. Cloned it again, had even less brain cells. Those brain cells died. Cloned it again, it developed a neurological system made out of the material of the planet it was on when it died. It survived day one. An infant, literally the equivalent to being fresh out of the womb, can't walk, can't hold its own head up, survived a planet made out of gas you can't breathe, materials you can't break, and creatures you can't kill, and it survived on its own. And then it grew. How do you stop? And guess what? It had all of its memories of every time it was cloned. Not only is it invulnerable, it hates living beings for what it had to go through again and again over the process of 30 years. It's a daily process. So Doomsday is actually a very depressing story. It's a very depressing story, but it's also something fearsome. Just because you can sympathize or empathize with it does not mean you can no, you no longer have to fear it. It will kill all life on Earth. Hulk can't take Doomsday. Because the only way the Hulk has to kill it, Smash Bash Crush, it's already been done by Superman, by Soups. And it's come back. Hulk, a world breaker Hulk, can't handle Doomsday. It could slow him down. It could go toe-to-toe for a while. But whereas Hulk has a healing factor, Doomsday doesn't need it. He doesn't. Damn. Alright, so what's your last one? And then I'm going to go to my last one, which is probably going to be a surprise. I'm going to fuck your day up right now. Cars. I want to be a car. I'm not surprised. No, in my luck, I'd be like a Volkswagen Beetle, like literally one of the little bugs. Which, if you take, I a think close, you'd be major. If you take a close look at the cars, the bugs in the movie Cars, they're actually little beetles, and the wing sound is sped up Volkswagen Beetle engine noises. It's hilarious, <laughs> and I would definitely be a major. <laughs> I like Larry the Cable Guy, but that did not influence my opinion. What influenced my opinion was the fact that it's an old Chevrolet tow truck. And he was so helpful. Such a nice, just, just an overall nice, 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 nice person, nice thing, nice being. I'd definitely be a major. Cause that's. I'm not surprised, but that's I fucking fuck hysterical. Up. I fucked you up with it, didn't I? Come on, come on, give me, give me, give me a little bit of fuck up props. A little bit. A little bit. I think. Thank you. All right, now your last world. Make it tasty. Star Trek. 
I want mm. to explore the fucking galaxy. Oh, Star Trek, actually. It was a close... It, I almost said Star Wars because of the Force. I would love to go up to somebody, wave my hand, like, you know, hey, Emma Watson, fuck me. But That's abusing it, and you would not deserve the Force if you were to do that. I'd still fucking do it. I mean, ooh, dark side. No, I would be a great Jedi. Most of my actions would be good, but there's... There's that. There's a little bit that I, I would be selfish with it. Not good to be like uh, Donald Trump. I would like one million dollars. <laughs> More of a chaotic good. Chaotic good. I'm not Neutral, neutral. Fuck off. Alright. <laughs> Lawful neutral. You're all about balance. Perfect balance, which means being good when there's too much evil and being evil when there's too much good. I can't bring myself to be evil. I feel bad. I feel Emma like, Watson, fuck me. Yeah, because that's. I don't a think I would thing. actually do that because I, I, I do have a guilt complex. It would be a, you'd probably do something like Emma Watson, know of me. That way, you know, she, something you, like you would that. stand out from the crowd at most. Yes. Something. But at that point, you know. Yeah, well, you didn't choose to start Watch World, so I'm not worried about it. You chose Star Trek. That's just the future, dude. Yes. I would, I would, I just want to, especially with our, you know, travel the stars, find out different alien, you know, cultures. Our Earth representative Elon Musk is going to make that fuck for green us, women looking at you, Shatner, who is the worst fucking, uh, maybe not the worst, but Kirk versus Picard, Picard always wins. Because Picard used logic and reasoning. Kirk decided to double fist punch, which has never worked in the history of fucking ever. In the history of double fist punches. I'm just going to double fist punch everything. I just want to hang out with Data and Spock at the same time. You know what? Data. That would just be a most awesome time. That would. I, th- I really think so. Oh, especially if you catch Spock in like his breathing time when he gets real irritable. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. Honestly, though, I think my, I think I would just want to hang out with Leonard anyway. I would want to hang out oh, with God, uh, Seven of Nine. I had the biggest crush of Seven of Nine when I was a child. Like this, like this was like, you know, when I was like ten or eleven. You know, hormones just started happening. Like, you know, I could pop a boner, but I had no idea what to do with it. You know, those. I would go assimilate with the Borg so I could pop a huge boner and know what to do with it. Right. It's a drill, babe. <laughs> I'm a miner. Do you remember what your first crush was as a child? I remember mine. Mine is fucking silly. Like celebrity, television, crush. Star. Oh, crush. Oh, um, it was just... Well, famous crush. Famous crush. Oh, famous crush? Oh. Um, Cartoons and anime were included. Because I'll just say mine, Misty from Pokemon. I think that that was... That's when I started liking redheads. You had to start liking redheads? I just like redheads. Um... Wow. That's actually kind of a hard one. Like... No I don't think I, I can't say that I super hard crushed on any like fictional characters or celebrities because I thought they were too 
It's just like it, there would be nothing attainable there. I guess I was more goal oriented, and there was nothing I could obtain from having a crush on someone who didn't exist, or at least you know someone I would never ever get the chance to meet. That being said, um, wow, jeez, that's your first crush was Jesus. These lips were made for praising Jesus. Oh my um, God. Man, that's a lot harder than the next thing than I ever thought it would be. Famous crush, even. I don't fucking know. Britney Spears, fuck it, whatever. I had a crush on Britney Spears. I also had a crush because. I think everyone did. I mean, fuck, she looks good now. For the second appearance on this podcast, I had a crush on Emma Watson. I was 11, she was like 12 or some shit in the first Harry Potter movie, and I was just like, I think I have a type. A type of woman I like. The whole... The skinny smart could probably murder you in the bedroom type. Yes. Because if you, if you notice my anime crushes, you know, from like way back in the day, uh, actually, with Teen Titans it was Raven. Because, you know, dark, brooding, gothic. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But that one doesn't count. Um, <laughs> Pokemon was Misty. Oh my god, I remember my first television show crush. Uh-oh. It was actually Katie Seagal from Married with Children. The mom? The mom. Yep, I had a mom thing. I remember. The reason why is because at the end of the day, like, like her and Al were just so great together. Like, they would always have, like, the bickering and the arguing and the, oh, you want it's my money. But then it's just like... They're sitting in the in the bed and talking like you wanna do that thing that I like to do. And he'd be like, yeah. And then she'd be like, Oh, that's great. I'll grab the paper plates. You order the pizza. And <laughs> they would just like go have pizza in the fucking living room and watch movies together. And I thought that was so wholesome. Plus she had nice tits. <laughs> and there it and is. And I was old enough to recognize it. Damn. You go, Katie Seagal. Right on. And you know, and then I saw her later on in the Sons of Anarchy show, where she was also the mom there. <laughs> now, this is one of the things we differ on: what parts of the woman's body we admire the most. Brain and face. Well, Let's I say mean, that clear. Brain and face for both of us. But yes, when it comes to the animalistic sexual urges, that's where we differ. But before we even go there, let's just put those differences aside. Because we both know thick thighs save lives. Thick thighs save lives. Thick thighs save lives. Mm-hmm. All right, Anyways. Do. Breasts or booty? Um, I'm a booty man. I happen to be a chest man. Now, do you remember, like, around what I age... I eat ass like groceries, but I do like boobs. Do you, well, I mean, I like boobs, too, and I know you like ass. You just prefer boobs, and I prefer ass. Hmm. Do you remember uh, what made you this way? Why? Yeah, a girl I went to school with um, in sixth grade... I had the biggest crush on. She was this black girl, and she was just the sweetest thing. Uh, she was a little bit hood, and I, I really liked that she was exotic to me because I grew up in a white, white, white house. You know, mm-hmm. well, no, excuse me, white, white, white Native American could possibly scalp you in your sleep house. So you know, just that's the house I grew up in, and it was. She was so nice. She was fun to hang out with. She was very bubbly. Loved to tell jokes, and she had big boobs. So there was her, and then there was another uh, a Latin young lady. 
Uh, she was from New York, so again, we got double the exotic. She's a damn Yankee, and she's Puerto Rican. And, uh, yeah, uh, so those were two young women in my life that influenced uh, my personal preferences. Well, I see, I think for mine, because we got 30 seconds left, I'll make it quick. Uh, I've always liked Latino women. I mean, what's not to like aside from I, I prefer water after a good night. And Latino women got nice booties. I like to jiggle. I don't know why I like to jiggle. Well, yeah. that's our time at Zima Bucks. I am the Rhino. I am the Diabetic.